are two wolves who are always fighting. One is darkness and despair, the other is light and hope. The question is, which wolf wins? Are we doing Black The Hulk question again? is, <laughs> which wolf wins? <laughs> I thought that was Vincent yeah, from yeah, last Vincent. week. Yeah. <laughs> what, which wolf wins? Come on. Uh, whichever one you feed. Correct, thank you. Right, yeah. we can continue. This is the science fiction rating system. Uh, a podcast that ranks every science fiction film from one to infinity. And this week we are looking at Brad Bird's Tomorrowland. And to watch that film with me, I'm joined as ever by my two co-hosts, Alex Humphrey. Hey there. And Chris Redding. Hello. And I'm Sam Draper. You know, you said it's Tomorrowland Mm. or Tomorrowland, a world beyond. Or in in Europe, certain areas of Europe, it was called Disney Project Project T. T. Because of some Belgian electronic music festival being called Tomorrowland. Like, how did they beat the... How popular were they that they got to beat it's the called, film? It's uh, called, yeah, and actually uh, in Disneyland Paris, it's not called Tomorrowland, it's called Discoveryland. Oh, is it? So this festival must be, like, massive that they don't call it, like... Because people just think, oh, I'm going to that, I'm going to an area of Disneyland dedicated to a Belgian electronic music <laughs> festival. <laughs> Disappointed when you got there, wouldn't you? Yeah, what? Mm. What's going on? Um, Where's the EDM? <laughs> yeah. As we've already mentioned, Tomorrowland, uh, a Disney film. This is a Disney flop, one of three flops. Well, mm. we think two flops and a kind of flop we've watched. Um, but this is a monumental flop. This is a, as we've got on uh, Alex's top ten flops list, this was high up, wasn't it? Was this like yeah. three or four or something on the flop list? I don't know. Yeah, it was high though. Um, but yeah, uh, it is based on, a well, not a ride, but it's an area of Disneyland, isn't it, Tomorrowland? Chris, you've been to, uh, Tomorrowland's not at, in Florida, is it? I don't think it wasn't. I don't so think Tomorrowland... Tomorrowland I don't know if it's in the Magic Kingdom in in um, Disney World, Disney World yeah, I think it is. but it's in it's part of the original Disneyland. Yeah. So I was there probably about three or four weeks ago. Yeah, it's still there, Tomorrowland. Yeah. It's still a going concern. Oh yes, it very much is. Yeah, you've got now. It's been themed very much like your Buzz Lightyear type shit. I thought you say around this film. Then oh. I was like, I was going to be like, what? But no, yeah, Buzz Lightyear makes sense. So it's not. So sorry, the Tomorrowland is not. Is is it? Does it become? Is Tomorrowland kept up to date, I guess is my question, or is it very retro? Everything in Disneyland is kept up to date. Right, okay. That's that's what makes Disneyland so good. Mm-hmm. Is like even their very first rides, like your Pirates of the Caribbean, are not worn down. They're kept okay. they're bang up to date, always yeah. updated. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna sound like a commercial for Disneyland in this because I <laughs> I love Disneyland. <laughs> love well, let's have a quiz before we go any further then. Because as we know, this is based on a part of Disneyland. So there's other films based on bits of Disneyland. Don't look them up. No. Um, and what I want you to do is give me the, give me all of them, right? So we're going to go... You can take it in turns okay. and just try and think of them. And then I'll give you some clues if you don't get them. So Alex can go first. Haunted Mansion with Eddie Murphy. Correct. Chris. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Correct. Alex. Jungle Cruise with The Rock. Correct. Chris. Oh, it can be, can, can be an unreleased one as well. There's a few different productions. You can have those as well if you like. Oh, God. Um, it does get harder now. There's one obvious. I guess Twilight. We won't do Twilight. Oh, <laughs> that was going to be my next yeah, one. Right. Oh, damn it. Okay. You, can, not, you can't have like Cinderella, like no, Cinderella's no, no, no. Castle. No. 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 I'll, I'll give you a clue, right? There's one we've already watched. 
Um, hmm. Directed by Brian De Palma. I don't know. Mission, Mission, Mission to Mars. Mission to Mars. Is based, is right. is based on a, 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 a Disneyland attraction. Oh my god! Is it? Yeah, I can't. I couldn't believe it either. But I looked it up, and it's true. Yes, it was based on. Oh my god! Okay, that's crazy. Yeah, how how wild is that? Yeah. Um. Are you sure? I'm, yeah. I'm definitely definitely sure. Yeah. Yeah. Suggested. Uh, interesting. Weird, eh? Okay. How weird. So um, that must have been in. That must have been in Tomorrowland, I reckon. I'm not sure whereabouts it was, but Mission yeah, it's to Mars attraction. Yeah, it's in Tomorrowland. Um, there's one of the there more? one of the big one. I don't think you're going to get it though. Um, it's more it's of a, a kids based one. Um, it's it's like an animatronic thing. I think I don't think you're going to get it. Country Bears, you know that one? Oh, oh right, yeah. Okay. Um, and there's there's one made for TV. It's a small world. You ever heard of that one? Oh yeah, yeah. that's in this film, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't. I didn't know there's a film though. Um, and this TV th- show. There's three in production. Uh, Haunted Mansion, as you say, Alex, is being remade. Oh. Uh, With Eddie Murphy? I don't think so. No. Uh, Space Mountain is being made, and Tower of Terror, which was already in a Twilight Zone episode, is being made as a film as well. Directed by uh, Taika Taiki. I can't say his name. Taika Waititi. Oh, yeah. okay. Hmm. odd but yeah so they're still going along this um, this line but really if we're being real Pirates of the Caribbean is the only one that broke through in a big way that is identifiably from a ride isn't it and I would say the element of Pirates of the Caribbean that people really liked was not that it was based on a ride I don't think that's why people went to see it no it was the dog dog with the keys (laughs) (laughs) that's the funniest bit of the ride and it's the funniest bit of the film I actually, I really love that first Pirates of the Caribbean film. I really yeah. do. The music's just on loop, though, for me. I just yeah, don't like true. it. I mean, it's also yeah. ruined as well by the fact that every other film after it was terrible and kind of yeah. dilutes everything about the one the first one was good. And Johnny Depp yeah. is just a massive cunt, which, you know, he's hard to <laughs> rectify nowadays. But uh, yeah. never mind. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, hey, 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 before you carry oh, okay. on, yeah. talking competitions, so you can win Johnny Mnemonic. The Keanu Reeves starring William Gibson cyberpunk classic. Uh, it's released on limited edition Blu-ray uh, for the first time in the UK. And thanks to 101 Films, we have a copy up for grabs to win. Just give us five stars on iTunes and let us know you did it by emailing us or just on social or whatever. So give us five tar- stars. Or people have been in the street. Yeah, or just tell us if you're friends with us. Just yeah. tell us you did it. Yeah, uh, yeah. So there you go. And we will be doing Johnny Mnemonic on an upcoming episode. So... Uh, yeah, it's pretty wild. Go. That's not been released on Blu-ray before, is it? I know. Cult classic. Must be a rise thing or something, wasn't it? Yeah, maybe. Mm. maybe. Um, anyway, Tomorrowland, starring George Clooney, mm. sort of. Mm. Uh, mm. A film directed by Brad Bird from a script from Damon Lindelof, uh, which yeah. we must have mentioned on the podcast before, the guy who got his break uh, on the, the, the story team for Lost. And he's yeah. kind of known for silly plot holes, let's say. Like, scripts that don't make much sense, I think is fair to say, isn't it? Um, like Prometheus. Like Prometheus, yeah. And did you want did you do one of the Star Treks as well? He does a lot of... Star Trek Into Darkness, he did. Yeah, the worst of the new ones. He's uh, hit and miss more on the miss side of things, I'd say. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, he this was his passion project to make a film based on Tomorrowland. <sighs> fucking weird that's odd. yeah that's odd I mean that's really odd isn't it 
Um, Already. But yeah, but Disney are in for it. They put there's a budget of 190 million dollars behind this film. Oof. And Brad Bird, of course, uh, a director of Wally and um, did he, did he Iron Giants? Him is that right? Incredibles, Incredibles, and Mission Impossible: Ghost Protocol. <laughs> was and, and that, that was that was before this, wasn't it? Yeah, and that was well received. So he was he made the transition into into like live action stuff. Mm. Uh, so big things were expected from Tomorrowland. Yeah. Um, so we begin. Well, actually, no, we don't begin in 1964. We begin with George Clooney speaking to camera, mm. and he's a grump, isn't he? And the conceit of the film yeah. is that he's telling this tale to somebody we don't know who just yet. Yeah. And immediately yeah. he's undermined by an annoying child. Uh, I mean, it's annoying. If you're going to talk this film, there is. Massively annoying children's yes. film. She is not the worst annoying She's child. She's definitely in this film. not the worst. You're correct. No. But I think they, it encapsulates the theme of the film quite nicely. The start of this film, George Clooney acting, yeah, reading a very clunky sort of script, yeah, yeah, and being interrupted by a child. Yeah, you could end it there and be done. But, yeah, but you yeah. know, yeah. Uh, he immediately whisks us back to 1964 to the World's Fair in New York. One of my great. Um, Disappointments in life is that we did, weren't born into a World's Fair world. Wouldn't it be nice to I'd, have gone to a World's Fair? Yeah, I'd love to have gone to a World's Fair. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Chris, looking less impressed with the idea of World's yeah, Fair. Yeah, what? What's I thought you'd love you? a World's Fair. No, yeah. I would. I would. I'm just trying to think. Is there anything like it now? No. Well, I think just in the Saudi states, don't they have like World's Fair equivalents there now? They like in Dubai and places like that. I think they kind of do. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 it's and almost I think cynical. Like, festival yeah. you know like film festival creative festivals like can lions and things are probably the closest thing to it but now. it's not as like it's not technology as, first is it and no, like innovation no. first as these things i mean no. i guess the british started all that with the great exhibition yeah and things yeah. like that right it's that important to bigger scale definitely and like yeah industrial revolution like the early 1900s isn't it like yeah. sort of um like the chicago World Fair and things like that crystal palace yeah things like that Mm. I just think it would be such a, like a great time to be alive. Where oh hell yeah, yeah! Like literally, the future is literally like coming to you. You know, in a, yeah. In a, yeah. But it's like it was. It was like you come from your mine. You come out of the mine and out yeah, of the know, slum yeah, where yeah, you live, yeah. and then you go to go and see like what what can be done. And it's like it's not helping you, is it? <laughs> I get that, <laughs> but I still yeah. think it's better than being in a mine and not seeing that. Yeah, it would be yeah. it would be exciting. But we to have see technological it. advancements every week now. It's I not know. like oh, a... bloody hell. such a spoil yeah. sport. Anyway, I, I'm I'm with you on go this to one. Disneyland, like to... Sam. I've been. It's not like it's the not the world's, world's fair, is it? No, it's just a no. trying to sell you a ten pound milkshake, right? Yeah. Um, the world's fair is going on, and uh, there's this kid. So yeah, talking of annoying kids. Let's do an annoying kid meter, shall we? How annoying was this kid on a scale of 1 to 10? So to 10, we've got... Who's the most annoying kid we've watched so far in a film? You think Newt is the most annoying oh, yeah, kid in Newt, any film. Newt is a 10, right? Yeah. One, I think Hayley Joel Osment in AI was very tolerable. I could, oh, I could, man, I could amazing. Cope with him. Amazing. So on a scale of Hayley yeah. to Newt, where are we going to yeah. put young Clooney? Baby Clooney. Uh, he's, he's, he's like a... Seven or an eight. He's, he's pretty annoying, there. isn't he? He's quite annoying. Yeah. Yeah, he's quite annoying. Because not only is he kind of... He's very precocious. He's clever and he knows it. Nothing worse than someone who's clever and they know it. 
He's got <laughs> a, he's got such an annoyingly cliched backstory. Yeah. Even the film takes the mickey out of this <laughs> cliched true. backstory. Yeah. Oh, I've got an angry dad who doesn't like science, yeah. so I'm going to be the best. And it's literally later on, she's like, because he says like, oh, is that what it was that you had an angry dad who didn't like science? And she's just like, no, my dad's fucking brilliant. Yeah. What's up with your dad? Like that? Like, <laughs> That's good, like, it's, it's like they've almost deconstructed. The, they're like slagging themselves off within the film. Well, he's like pretty much impossibly really got to New York World's Fair on his own with a jetpack he built <laughs> and he goes to the reception where Hugh Laurie sat there and at yeah. this point in the film I was like wow this is going to be a real star-studded film isn't it about 20 minutes after this you realise that he's the only other name and quite clearly oh, yeah. he's the main yeah. villain and they forecast that in a really big way but yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. but no I was like oh wow they've got Hugh Laurie to play a receptionist this is quite exciting isn't it <laughs> but no uh, and yeah, he, so he's a receptionist of this. I guess it's like an exhibition where you get to like show your home invention kind of things. I don't really explain. Yeah, it is. like a yeah. science fair. Yeah, yeah, and he's deemed not good enough. But then uh, another young child, whose name I've forgotten, uh, <sighs> Athena. Athena, yes, uh, turns yeah. up in an awful dress. Uh, scale of one to ten. I think this is higher than you. She's a, she's she's a ten, isn't she? I think. I think this character is one of the most ill-advised <laughs> characters in cinema history. Yeah, I, I can get that, I think yeah. that there's actually... Everything about this character is wrong. There's going to be so many points where you just go... Well, it's kind of like an oh, unfolding wow, this... box of more yes. and more problems as it goes on, a isn't slow, it? Yeah. Yes, a slow yeah, car definitely. crash of problems <laughs> with this child. The first being her fucking annoying accent why does she talk like that i think she is actually english what? but she's got the most plummy yeah like oh what are you doing here and also young... like oh, it's so fucking she want to fucking punch her whoever's like, taught oh. her hasn't taught her the, the whole way to talk like because sometimes she goes no. out of like rp speech and like she yeah. goes into like you mm. know not as bad as I saying you're english year. yeah something. she is but like clearly she's been taught to speak posh but they've oh, missed bits so out they haven't, they haven't had someone there whipping her no no, no. Oh. And, and the thing is obviously knowing that accent as her English British mm. when she drops out of it it's so jarring isn't it when she yeah. loses that thing oh, no. yeah. Um, but yeah I was worried at this point I was already yes, like me too and we're not very far in no. and I was already like it's a, oh, it's a bad start um, yeah but yeah so she's like don't be so hard on him it doesn't, the jetpack doesn't work but you know she she basically like gives him a break and says look you can't come in, but I'll I'll get you in. Follow me. We'll get you into this special ride. Yeah. And um, I, I, I did quite like this opening. This idea they're getting on a ride. Obviously, we know Tomorrowland's a ride. Quite nice. Hugh Laurie's putting pins on people and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. And he breaks in. He goes on the ride. And then he goes Which, to... The... Small World. Yeah. Oh, this is, oh, this is the ride. Is. Oh, right. So this is yeah. a real ride. So this is yeah, a real yeah. ride in in Disneyland. And I think it was at the World's Fair... This isn't the, the Epcot the, one, is it, in Disney World? No, no, this is, Not the this is always one. in Disneyland. Right, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Remind me that you'd be on that one, the imagination. <laughs> yeah, there's similar like stuff that, in, yeah. in Epcot. Um, uh, but this is like, it's it's kind of a bit mental, this this ride. And it's been parodied many times on like yeah. uh, The Simpsons and things like that. Because like, yeah. it's basically just a load of kids just singing all the way around. Right, From okay. different countries, uh, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like national. Right, right, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I didn't mind this when he suddenly drops into the floor and there's that quite nice, that really nice shot of him being in this kind of an open lake lift, and just a lift. Yeah, lift yeah the, the horizon on that is really yeah. good. Um, that was nice. Yeah, it's a nice sort of like, oh, we're going to Tomorrowland because we know what the film's called. And yeah, sure and I like enough, the joke. I like the joke where, 
you're supposed to put a helmet on, but he's too short to get the helmet. Yeah. Mm. So he can't like reach it. So yeah, I quite like that. But yeah. He should have put his feet in them things. So yeah, he should have done that. Yeah. Um, and he does go to Tomorrowland, and I think Tomorrowland looks fucking brilliant. I love it. Oh yeah. What do you think about yeah. Tomorrowland, Chris? Are you you like yeah? Yeah, it, I love it. I don't I like was... that robot. No, the robots are no robots are rubbish. Yeah. Anno- <laughs> Yeah, that robot is annoying, the way it fixes the thing from straight away. But like, let's forget that for now, because we're in Tomorrowland, and I think it just... Alex, it reminds like, me a bit of that thing from that latest Star Trek film, you know, because it's like that space station thing. Yeah. It's good. it's just mm. all loops of things, yeah. isn't it? Just, yeah. Like, in some ways, it looks like it's like procedurally generated. I, don't, I kind of don't uh, see it as a designed thing. Yeah, the, the, the start and the end of things isn't particularly there, is it? It's not a defined yeah. space particularly. No. I get what you mean. It's a lot of loops, a lot of glass, blue skies. Yeah. Um, My tracks. problem with Tomorrowland mm. is, and it's a problem with the whole film and the, the place Tomorrowland, is that this, this film repetitively shows you things and but you kind of like, oh, what, what's that? And by the time you've kind of asked the question, oh, what's that? Or what, what's happened? You've kind of moved on from it and you don't really get a chance. The only time you really get a chance to sit back and enjoy Tomorrowland is a bit later on when yeah. she gets the badge and goes through that little advert bit, which I think is brilliant. I love that bit. Yeah. But don't you think that you're almost like, you're like, oh, where is he? Oh, there's fog. Oh, a robot. Oh, no, he's fallen. Oh, no, he's on a jetpack. Oh, no, he's down in front of Hugh Laurie. It's mm. just too quick. It moves too quick. I think... I think as a start to a different film, it'd be absolutely fine. I, I like the pace of it, and I like when he finally settles down and they, they like they hold hands, and they look out, and it's like they're being built yeah. and stuff, and they, and you think, "Wow, like welcome to this world." Mm. I think your point's completely valid because that isn't the film. We very quickly no. leave Tomorrowland and we don't go back for yeah. a very long time. And then actually, the way this film would work is if it was a series of books. And all this 1950 stuff was the first book, which ended how George Clooney character, what happens to him. The second book was all about the older character. And then the third book was the end of this film. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's mm. almost like you've got three books worth of... And a book, you could really enjoy it and all that. With a, This film is it's, it's structurally so unsound. Yeah, there's a lot, I mean, there's a lot else wrong with it we'll get to about what it's about. I think the one thing you could do to change it that would make it more bearable is you make it so that uh, George Clooney is hiding out in Tomorrowland, just not necessarily in the city. So mm, you get yeah. to it and act earlier. That's my yeah. problem. Is you just I, I get you've got to go out of it and you've got to tease it and go out. Yeah, but we're going to go through a long time now until we get meaningfully back into it. And this whole start isn't the start. No, this is almost like a, a preamble, and then we've got another preamble. Exactly. Yeah. And the film doesn't start till about an hour and a half no, in. That's the, that's, I would say, yeah, it's, mm. and it's fucking infuriating to be honest. Well, especially like, when that teaser is so like you're like because I was just thinking like, wow, what's the problem with this? This is, looks it looks mm. great. I can't wait to see more of this. But yeah, um, but yeah, as you say, you pop back out again, and like the the girl who we mentioned earlier, who was next to him, uh, is it Casey, Stacy, Tracy, Casey, Casey. Yeah. Uh, takes over the narrative and he's like, look, you're too miserable. Let's hear my story. And we go yeah. back to the start again, but now the start is 2015, oh, whatever. Uh, uh, as a child, she's more annoying than when she's older. She's a like a, a nine I or a ten. I forgot her as a child. What, what happens mm. to that bit? She's like, oh, I know all the stars. Oh, this. God. Beetlejuice. 
Yes. Yeah. Oh god. Like yeah. She's off the scale. She's a nine on that. Yeah. That yeah, is really bad. Yeah. Well up there. She's off the scale. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but no, she grows up and she's become a bit of um, a bit of a rebel. Which is they play some rocking guitar music. But it's like it's like weird Christian rock. It's like uh, yeah. God. Yeah, God yeah. lives within me. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely what she's been listening to, isn't it? Definitely. Do you know who her dad is? Who's her dad? Her dad's Tim McGraw, the country music star. Oh, is he singing that song, maybe? I don't know, but it feels like, you you say, it feels a bit like that, doesn't it? Because her dad's this, like, yeah, you're right. all over the place in this film, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) really all over the place. Um, But yeah, she's like a, a her dad works at Cape Canaveral, and improbably, they're shutting down Cape Canaveral, and apparently he he, he works there, doesn't he? He's like a launch engineer or something, and he's he's not going to get another job. No. (laughs) He's out of a job for life because they've closed Cape Canaveral, which... Makes no sense. Uh, yeah, I'm not, and isn't really explained. I'm not quite buying that one. No. And, uh, yeah, uh, she keeps on shutting down the demolition operation of Cape Canaveral. I mean, we're setting her rebel, basically, aren't we? That's what's going on. It ain't great, yeah. however. Uh, the key thing is that she, um, the girl we met at the start, slips this little pin badge, doesn't she, into this woman's mm. possessions. And there's a scene, oh, no, actually, sorry, before this, um, this is crucial to the plot. She goes to school, and every lesson is mm. about the apocalypse. Yeah, and this is a kids' film, isn't it? This is this one's definitely. Oh a kids yeah, film. yeah, yeah. Oh, this is definitely a kids' film. Mm. Yes, yes, and yes. This knew who it was being marketed at. Black Hole. Yeah, you can see that it was a confused mess, and they were trying to make money where they could. This started off. This is a family film. We know what we're doing here already. And they don't. Yeah, this is a little heavy for I would say. Oh God! Any yeah. preteen. Like, yeah. would you let uh, uh, Logan watch this? Oh, God, no. No, no, no. Well, it's boring as hell, yeah. number one. But, <laughs> yeah, when they're just like, oh, the, 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 the climate change. Would you pay him to watch it? <laughs> uh, yeah, so it, but the lessons are like, oh, you know, like the well, ice caps are melting. Um, yeah. Dystopias. Dystopias coming. 1984 yeah. is real, stuff like this. And yeah. the, the, the joke is she's got a hand up all the way through and she goes, can we do anything about it? Yeah. And they just look at her like, oh. Which, yeah. well, let's do it later on. There's all sorts of ethical reasons about this film being very wrong. Yeah. Anyway, so she's she's very frustrated that no one else wants to avert the apocalypse because yeah. of three teachers she met. <laughs> and uh, because of this, we find out a lot later, she gets given a little pin. And when she, mm. little Tomorrowland pin, which I quite like the design of that pin. I quite like do it. You, do you know what else she's got? You know when she's arrested and they give her her possessions? Do you notice? It's a very weird Disney link. Some what, chewing what gum? Is it chewing gum related thing? Do you know what? Ah, yeah, that chewing gum. Uh, it's linked to the Rocketeer. He has that oh. chewing gum in the Rocketeer. But also, many pilots would often use Beeman's gum, specifically when they fly at high altitudes. Um Chuck Yeager used to have that as well. So it's like a, a gum for people, like for pilots. I, I don't know why, oh. but but it's just become synonymous with that kind of like those people. So that's why it's in there. Right. Like a weird little nod. Well, she gets the pin. She touches it. Mm. The idea is when she touches it, she's in another dimension. She's in Tomorrowland. Well, here you go. Yeah. No, I would say <laughs> that's not the idea. The idea to me was when she touches it, she basically is doing uh, Oculus, isn't she? Yeah. It's not real. It's, it's a, it's a it's sales not real. pitch. It's a sales is pitch. Is it not it's real, o- though? No, it's not real because because it didn't make any sense because she walks forwards in the field and smacks into the yeah. wall of the thing. Isn't that because mm-hmm. she's so in both dimensions at once, though? I just thought it was because it's virtual reality. Because at the end of the film, they're handing out these pins to recruit people. 
Mm. I think she's really there. I, I think that. But, okay. Yeah, but she'd fallen down the steps and stuff, and yeah, I think she's, she's in, in both places at once. Okay, I mean that makes absolutely no sense. Oh, I know, because I know. Yeah. She falls down. She walks forwards and falls down the stairs in her house. But later on, she walks down the stairs in Tomorrowland. But how can you walk down well, stairs? It, in well, a unless, unless Sam's right, she's just on the cusp of both at that point. Because and then the thing that makes later think on, she, that she's in both is that because if this was a, a a sales pitch, why would she start in the wheat fields miles away from it? Mm. And every time she goes, she's somewhere else. You'd just be, you'd be in like the sales bit, wouldn't you? Basically, yeah. yeah. I think she's just in the threshold at that point, yeah. and it's like, and this bit is I'm kind not... of she hits the wall. It's a funny joke, isn't it? Yeah, and it works here. The problem is that then she goes back, and she, she, the thing is, she can't touch it, can she? Which is a very no. weird thing. If someone else touches it, they don't go through because she's no. been chosen to go through. She's DNA linked to it. Yeah, but there's an extended sequence where she leaves the house and she's like, right, I'm going to go and explore it in a, in a wide open space. And as Alex said, she. She touches it. She goes up and down things. She goes on mm. uh, big um, like monorail systems all over the place. I mean, I like all of that. I thing. just love all this because I'm just seeing like Easter eggs of Disneyland. I just love it all. Yeah, yeah, I did quite like. It. Can I also say that at this point in the film, we are like over Space half, Mountain. We are over half an hour into the film, yeah. and we I didn't know because I'd never seen this film. I had no fucking clue what this film was about at this point. Yeah. Apart from, okay, here's George Clooney, and there's the badge, and there's his place. There is no plot at this point, really, is there? No, no, it's very slow getting to And there it. isn't really any character development. No, definitely not. Not really. And, well, it's, uh, I mean, she's literally just like a tourist looking at people, isn't she? Yeah, and he's a child and then a grumpy man. They kind of also ruined Tomorrowland immediately for here, because everyone she meets is like that kind of... Um, it's like that kind of Starfleet Academy future, like everyone's got very good <laughs> yeah. posture, perfect yeah. teeth. They run in that kind of like slow job. They're like Disney oh, actors. Yeah, yeah, very Disney actors. Very yeah. It, and everyone, you just think, I just want to fucking kill you. Like everyone's so annoying in it, aren't they? Yeah. And it's, it's mm. a kind of, they've made a nation of just like the worst people imaginable. Um, yeah. But apparently, they're actually great. And like, she follows a family who's going off a rocket launch, this kind of thing. Is this this is an idealized America? Is it? This is for Americans. What everyone should look like. It's too kooky, isn't it? It's too. It's too weird looking. I think for a. Yeah. It's definitely the American dream of like dentures and a perfect yeah. skin, isn't it? Mm. But and it's got like a very like United Colors of Benetton feeling of like everyone is every different yeah. race and creed, isn't it? Of, yeah. Mm. Whereas everyone yeah. she meets is just white. So that's. Yeah. I get that, and that's mm. that's a cool thing to do. But it's a bit. I did get the feeling of like the. Disneyland in the sort you know like when she's trying to get on that ship with them and then like the water's coming up and she's running out of time yeah I, I you get that sort of that anxiety of like when you're in the queues for Disneyland or like <laughs> or when you don't you know when you go up and there's no slot for you on the on the ride oh. or something like is that what they were simulating do you think Chris yeah. that was the homage what if it's, the, it's good the theme to... park experience but it's yeah I mean for me that it's kind of nostalgic in it's own funny way yeah. like oh, that's wow. interesting yeah. yeah, so you're getting a whole different film out of it than us at this point. Yeah, like yeah. A whole different, like, yeah. It really is a film of the ride for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, there should be a bit later on where she pays a bit more money and jumps the queue and just gets straight onto the rocket. <laughs> I like yeah. the... I like the... They have the swimming pools where they, like, dive out the oh, bottom into another good, one. Oh, that's yeah. I think yeah, that's ripped really off from cool. a Final Fantasy game, but it still looks very nice. Um... But yeah, she's her battery dies. She comes back to the real world again, and um, the kid is the boy. Is a boy from uh, Looper, isn't it? The 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 boy who's like uh, an evil guy. 
The little the kid. The little brother. Yeah. Uh, I've not seen that in a long I haven't time. seen I Looper. Remember. He's very good in Looper. It's a bad film. I haven't seen Looper. It's because he's got that sort of weird look about him. You know, he looks yeah. like he could be a serial killer. He's actually not bad, the little kid in this film, is he? No, he's no. not as annoying as her at all. Um, yeah. And he's not he's any more either, so. He's three. No, he's, yeah. no, he's a three on the oh, scale right. of <laughs> how annoying the children are in this. Um, anyway, so she investigates what's going on with this. Oh, no. The, oh, yeah. The other kid comes back. Athena comes back again. Yeah. And I mean, okay. So, yeah. So, here we go. about how This is the second point of how fucking ill-advised this character is. So, the older sister goes off to find a badge... And then Athena turns up at the little boy's house. Oh, yeah, I know your name. I know your sister. Tell me where she is. Like, she's fucking creepy. Like, well, you know what her character cool. arc is now, don't you? She's T-1000. She mm. is T-1000. In more ways than one, yeah. isn't she? Like, this whole, yeah. like, yeah, 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 yeah. she doesn't yeah. just a fast run down a motorway later on. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's But she's she's basically supposed to be, later on, like, a hero yeah. or at least a sidekick like a kind of like a I think she's supposed to, to be like again at Disneyland you see these like muppet people who go there every day and they're like <laughs> oh, yeah. in the queues chatting well, they call and them, you can they hear them they? and it's like they live there but they yeah. they pay they go there every day they're like they're kind of like they called what's pro- that about them They've they're got a name, programmed they? I've got a name yeah they have like tattoos and stuff, don't they? And things. Yeah, they have all the pins. Oh, and... they're like a biker gangs, but not biker That's gangs. It. Yeah, no, they're like. The world, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 There's different ones, yeah. isn't there? Yeah. No, and they are called something. They are, yeah. Anyway, it's a good anyway, she's that is. an awful, awful character, and she, she just gets worse. She, she just gets worse and worse and worse and worse. She does. She's pursuing the, the Casey because Casey's found out that someone's after this pin, and she goes to this comic book shop, which freeze frame and is like. It must have been fun to set dress this, mustn't it? Because it's full of like... Oh, yeah, it looks cool. Yeah. All sorts of memorabilia. It, IMDB claims that Blast from the Past is the name of the shop in Back to the Future. Is that correct? Which shop? This is the same name as the one Marty McFly visits in Back to the Future. Is it the one well, we the Almanac the, uh, from? Almanac. Is that, that yeah. called Blast from the Past? It must be. Oh, the antique shop. Yeah, yeah maybe. It must be. Um... Yeah, this this shop... It's all Star Wars stuff. There's a lot of Star Wars stuff, yeah. And they have a lot of Star Wars stuff. Pixar as well. Yeah, there's yeah, there's Zerg things there, even Toy Story and yeah, yeah. There's there's all sorts in there. The Iron Giant's there. I know it's the Iron Giant. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's, yeah. there is actually a Starship Enterprise hanging from the ceiling, is which isn't oh. which isn't you know in the world. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's run by uh, Keegan Michael Key from Key and Peele. Yep. In a a, a weird bodysuit and dreadlocks. Yeah. I do actually like him. I, I think oh, he's I a great. Yeah, he's, he's great. a great comedy. He's great. Yeah. Yeah. And Catherine Han, who is um, most recently in One Division, yeah, as a character, they're great. Character but they're literally in this for like what ten seconds? So random, like? isn't it? It's yeah. so strange. They're like, yeah, they're like have a few lines, and they don't have much to say or do really. Do they? they just sort of no. their job is to explain. They just took the check, the huge check, probably yeah. for like yeah. a day's work. But they mention uh, they're the first people to mention Plus Ultra, yeah, which what? is a secret. Plus Ultra is a secret organization. Of all the, they say that Tomorrowland is built from all of the cleverest, most artistic yeah. scientists in the universe who are called. They end up being in a group called Plus oh, Ultra. Who then Plus go Ultra. out, right. yeah, who go out to, um, yeah. So that the interesting thing about Plus I love Ultra, that effect when they shoot the things and they like become su- sorry. Oh, yeah. the freeze yeah. thing, yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, with Plus Ultra. So later on, when they're in the Eiffel Tower, 
and you see uh, Eiffel and um, Edison and all Tesla, that. Yeah. yeah, they're part of Plus Ultra. They're the, the origins of Plus Ultra. Now, the interesting fact is, in an interview with Damon Lindoff uh, from Screen Crush called Why There Is No Walt Disney in Tomorrowland, mm. he claims that in the original script, Walt Disney was part of Plus Ultra, right? So the film would say that Walt Disney was part of Plus Ultra... And the, the um, Disneyland, the, 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 the fact that the ride goes to Tomorrowland is deliberate right. because he was part of the secret organisation. Yeah. And like, mm. but basically they realised well, that. makes that sense. It, yeah. yeah. But, but, but Disney all, were like, they, you can't go near Dis- Walt and the occult stuff because you get into Nazi territory very quickly, don't you? So you have to yes. <laughs> steer, well, steer away yes. from that one. <laughs> but also they said, what is it he says? He says... Um, Aside from the fact that those scenes are pure exposition, you can make you feel like you're sitting for a history lesson. It feels like you were inside a Disney movie, and every time we saw Disney get mentioned, it was like a wink to the audience, like a meta self-aware thing. When the characters of the movie have to say the title of the movie, we have to be very discreet about how we use the word Tomorrowland in this movie. It's not like Bruce Willis ever needs to say Die Hard in those movies. I didn't buy that. So they said they. So you think it was? Disney? I think Disney shut that down. I don't buy that at yeah. all. I don't think there's any problem with saying tomorrow in a film called Tomorrow. I think it'd be quite a cute thing to do, wouldn't it? Quite a clever yeah. like. I think they, like Chris yeah, says, it always feels like a, a, a Disneyland simulator. Yeah. So want to go well, all the way. With I guess it, you know. I think you're. I think you're right, but also yeah, their uh, their thing was it pulled you out of a Disney film by yeah. mentioning Disney all the time. But they are surrounded by Disney shit, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. What what the, what got me about this film is there was no. There's no crossover in the sense of like you think there'd be a way of them making a ride now in Tomorrowland of this film of this related yeah. to this film in somehow some way. I imagine if it wasn't a flop that probably would have happened, wouldn't it? Yeah. But what would it be though? What would the it'd ride be? George be? Clooney be like giving those, you a badge and you'd be going to Tomorrowland. You'd sit on one of those things and fly around the thing. Yeah. No, and a robot would be like, ah. They did an AR thing of it. I know that much. Maybe that would have been yeah. adapted into a bigger AR kind of base mm. thing or something. In I don't know. Um, did you notice the black hole poster in this comic shop when they oh, no. when she leans on the deck on the the counter? There's a black oh, hole cool. poster, yeah, which and oh, little Vincent's man. head's there, so he was in this film as well. Oh, really? He's everywhere, Vincent. <laughs> Vincent. Um, but yeah, so as Chris mentioned, they get the guns out because they're androids and yeah. they're here to stop uh, anyone being recruited and getting back to Tomorrowland. Mm. And they do a bit of blasting, heads pop off, and immediately again, the, the fact it's a kids' film. He's sort oh, of yeah. ramped up away again because he's like android secret police turn up and they're just like vaporizing mm. people. Yeah, they kill the police. There. They yeah. kill all the police, don't they? Like a Mars attack squad, isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a bit like Men in Black. That bit. Yeah, feels like Men in Black. The, it does. Like the dark yeah. comedy. Yeah, I quite like the look of those androids. I love the the sort of plastered on, like you know, and it's not very know, original, but it's, do you know uh, what they're called? Um, no. The leader introduced himself as Dave Clark, and there are five of them. <laughs> Dave so, Clark. so they're the Dave Clark Dave five. Clark five, wow. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Someone spent too long on this script, didn't they? Or too long doing things like this. <laughs> I mean, there's, you can yeah. say there's like huge creativity, like yeah. in all, in the, all the little places. jokes yeah. and all yeah. the gags and totally. yeah. dress, set dressing and things. Yeah. yeah. Should have perhaps got the plot sorted out first. <laughs> yeah. But, and, and the weird relationships going on. Um, uh, within so yeah uh, so we're into kind of act two now uh, the, the teenager is, is uh, Casey's got together with I forgot her name again not Athena Ag- Athena thank you and Athena's driving a car and she's all like look I've got to get you to, get you to Tomorrowland and she's been all mysterious and 
annoying, and this is where accent really slips because she has to carry a lot of the plot in these car bits, and it's kind of boring and tedious. Yeah. But uh, the, the, all she's doing is basically delivering Casey to George Clooney. Yeah. Now, we already know, we're already completely aware that George Clooney's that kid grown up. Yeah. What isn't what is made clearer throughout the film is that clearly that small girl and that small boy were deeply in love, weren't they? Oh yeah, hell yeah, yeah. And at the and, end they explicitly say it. And he is still in love with her, I think. Yeah. As a as a whatever he is, sixty, fifty year old man yeah. or whatever, he is still in love with this child. So all through this bit for me, I don't know how it was yeah. for you, but before they meet up, I was just thinking This is yeah. this is icky. <laughs> How are they going to yeah. handle this? Because yeah, and it's so it's so it's so easy that all they needed to do was have Athena be a child in the original scenes of George Clooney, and when she meets up with the uh, Casey, she's the same robot but put into a new older body that is age appropriate to George Clooney. Hmm. I think you like can... she's a robot. You can do what you want. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I I guess. Could you have it so she's young and then, like, that might be weird. I was going to say, like, she upgrades herself to, like, an older model for him. But that's even weirder, isn't mm. it? <laughs> you can't even do that, really. I mean, yeah, they, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. This character is endlessly problematic. The she's th- creepy. She's e- she's weird. She, she's she evil. is. The thing is, though, I kept thinking, why can't you do a love story between... Uh, uh, no, no, not... I mean, hang on, I've got to say this very delicately. Can't finish the sentence. <laughs> Why, right, an android who's in love yeah. with a, a child, right, and an android yeah. obviously doesn't age, but an android isn't, an android isn't, she, she's not 11 when they meet, right? No. She's maybe like a year old, but she's got the brain of an adult, right, throughout. So yeah. in terms of her brain, this this sounds so much like someone trying to justify oh, being God, love you've with a ma- small no, child. You, you've, you've made this worse, because yeah, now yeah. you're saying that she was a paedophile yes, first, yes, yes, and yes. then he's a paedophile afterwards. Yes. Like, so oh it's my almost, God, it's way so, worse than so I thought. So it's a cycle of abuse, isn't it's it, flipped. Right? She's, oh she's groomed him and made him into what he's become. Oh, yeah, my yeah, yeah, God. Yeah. This but, is horrible. But, but ship all that away. Can you not have a love story between an android and a, and a man, you know, that, like, spans all these years? A child android. <laughs> you probably Sam. can, but it can't be a it kid's film. It can't be film. a child, no. It can't no, be a kid's film, be, no. It could be an anime, but it can't be a kid's... It can't be... <laughs> it could be a Japanese film, probably, but... I, I, but this is the problem. The more this. you think about it, the worse it gets, isn't it? The more you I try and work re- it out. I never even realised what you said. Yeah, she'd been on that mission for years, recruiting <laughs> other boys and girls. Yeah. Mm. And, and, with a... And, you know... You know, and falling in love with the boy. Um oh. She's not here yet, and because you get there's a flashback, isn't there? Basically, the girl Casey breaks into George Clooney's house and watches these recordings of of when they were basically falling in love, George Clooney yeah, and, and yeah. Athena. And again, see, this is another moment. This whole sequence is another thing. Like I said before, there's about seven really cool things in this, yeah. mm. and you're just like, oh, what's that? What's that? What's that? But it's not like Rick and Morty has loads of cool things, and you just appreciate them, and then it moves on. But in this, you don't even get time to appreciate the gadgets and stuff. They just happen, and then well, they're gone, and you're like, what was that? Was that a thing? What was I think they were thing? expecting a whole franchise to be able to explain yeah, them all to you. Yeah. But he has like he has a holographic dog. He has a concussion blast on his on his uh, door. Then he has like... And then when the robot's coming, he's got all these fucking torture devices and killing I'm, things. I've not got a problem like, necessarily with them speeding through this. I quite... I, I, mm. The one of the things I do appreciate about this film is that yes, there's a lot of time with that Tomorrowland, but it, the pace is quite good. I think it does keep moving. 
I still felt like I didn't know what the story was. Yeah. Well, no, you kind of don't until now, do you? When it kind no. of. Well, even now you don't really know. You don't no, you still, and they, and, and I think this film thinks it's really clever because it yeah. keeps they keep up these these. Uh, George Clooney has loads of conversations with the horrible robot where he's like, "Does she know yeah, you built yeah. the thing?" But that's what ruined it all. But then they all left. Well, they, oh, you wait till you get there. It's all like this annoying. They, like, they hint, don't they? When she says something, and the probability of the machine goes down from hundred to ninety four. Yeah, and you know he's like an apocalypse nut. But yeah, you're right. It's a long time till that pays off in any sort of meaningful yeah. way. You're right. Yeah. Um, but no, I, but I do like. I like the fact there's a lot going on in the sets and there's lots of props. And you, I don't mind you speeding through it because mm. there's also in his and in his uh, household of traps. Yeah. Uh, he does all those things, cuts the robot in half, shreds one, and then just to top it off, she just beats, beats one to death, doesn't yeah. she? Like yeah. just just hitting it so much. Like yeah. oh. that was good. But yeah. again, not really kid appropriate. Could no. you, does this equate to a Disney World experience at all? This house of traps is there a is a hotel um, like this or anything? I do feel like simmering under the <laughs> under like the everyone's having a good time yes. is again like when it comes down to like a queue situation yeah. or like <laughs> when it becomes like a bun fight for something. Yeah, yeah, it all goes out the window. I can imagine right it, if the apocalypse did happen. Disney World would be the worst place to be. The people, the the, the mood people are in when they're there. Don't you think like that queue yeah. and stuff like that? They're ready to just yeah. pop, aren't they? Like to go off. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, another annoying thing that happens in this is she loses her NASA hat and gets yeah. really upset yeah, yeah. about yeah, that. Weird, now, what happens towards the end when they're on the lift? She loses it. Yeah, does she give a shit yeah. when she loses it a second time? <laughs> no, she doesn't even. She doesn't even say, "Oh my NASA hat." She mm. literally just doesn't care at that point. It's that was like such thing, an issue it? Yeah. of it here, and then yeah. not ever mention. Ah, oh, so annoying! It's so badly written. So the dream team are together, and they're they're on the run, <laughs> and they're going to go to another bunker. They don't tell you why again, but I think it's reasonable to believe at this point they're going to Tomorrowland, which is what I thought. But I think we're finally going to get to Tomorrowland. Yeah, they go in the bunker. They get in this little machine. There's some back and forth. That's when you get some awkward like. Couples language between Clooney and the small mm. child, isn't it? Like, <laughs> yeah, they give each other the also, eyes. Away. He, he Clooney looks at, at her like yeah. he looks at that lawyer he's in love with in real life. Yeah. He gives her some real like, you know. He's, he also he also tells the main girl not to pee on him. Yeah, that's weird as well, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> don't pee, don't pee on us. He says, don't pee on me. And yeah. then it's the worst piece of product placement for like Coke, Coke ever. Yeah, because when she comes out of it, she necks two Cokes and then just belches <laughs> yeah. really loudly. It's but, but do you think though they're going to Tomorrowland, aren't they? At this point, oh yeah, then they yeah, get yeah, out and they're in yeah. Paris. And you're like yeah. fucking hell, film. Like <laughs> you're called Tomorrowland. Get back to Tomorrowland. I don't care about Paris. Yeah. Like who gives a shit? Yeah. Oh dear, they're yeah. not there for long. They they yeah. This is Alex was saying this this stupid thing about there's a secret society and Eiffel Tower is yeah. actually a rocket. All right, mate. It's a, we're now an hour and a half in. By the way, oh, there's not much left, is there? Really, this is. I've really, written yeah. this down because I was I was just written. Hour and a half, still no real story or proper characters yet. Oh, yeah. it's like there isn't. It, right? it was, it was really great on me by this point. Yeah, yeah. It kind yeah. of is like a, it, it's like the whole thing's a cue. <laughs> you're right. You're right to get <laughs> yeah. to Tomorrowland. You're just waiting. You're waiting. You got. Oh my god, you He's cracked you, it, Chris. It? You've cracked this whole film. <laughs> yeah, it's the, it's the most like a it, it Disney really World is. Simulator. It yeah. is an homage to the ride. Yeah. This is all this yeah. is. And you're right because you know that bit when she sees it and he goes, "Oh, that's just a commercial. You've been sold a lie." That's yeah. like when you're in the queue and you see the little video displays. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. 
God, you're right, Chris. This I think this film is genius now. <laughs> <laughs> that new Star Wars ride, that Rise of the Rebellion or whatever it's called. Yeah. Resistance is so good. Is it the one with Lando? Is I cried Lando in it? it. It was great. Wow. Wow. I mean, and that was with the new cast that I don't give a fuck about. If it was with the old cast, I would have been in a mess. Like Wow. That's that's high praise. It just like you like it's multi technology type you get in a, a bit of a simulator in there and then there's a going you get you go on a ship and then you get sucked into like a star destroyer and then you come out in this massive like loading landing bay and there's all stormtroopers lined up and it's huge it's incredible it's mental okay. nice and I feel like this is like the stages of it. I <laughs> like that, that stage. Like, because not what they've done is they've merged queuing with the experience now. Mm. Oh, and okay. this is like, you don't know where is you're like, we literally each bit we were going, is that it? Was that yeah, the I... thing? Oh, that's good. <laughs> and then we go through this other bit and like, was that the thing? <laughs> like, it's more advanced than the old Star Tours queue. You've got it's that like line of, Robots Queen Patrick over again. Yeah. That's what I remember yeah. from Star Tours. <laughs> yeah. Um, Star Tours is still in uh, Tomorrowland. Oh. Is it? Mm, yeah. I remember enjoying that. And uh, Star Traders, which is the Star Wars shop, which is a good shop. Mm. Um, yeah. uh, where are we? Paris. The rocket takes yeah. off. I'd like the shot when like the EMP goes off and like darkens Paris in like a, a growing... Yeah. There's some yeah. really nice visuals in this film, I think. Lots yeah. of nice, nice shots like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, they fly into space, and they, they fly into space to come back down to change dimensions. I like that she like calls out, like, why are we doing this? The, yeah. One of the characters is like, what, what's this about? It's yeah. Like, yeah, well, you know. Yeah, exactly. You should have yeah, a pass at the script about? log, because there's a lot of problems like this in this, really. <laughs> um, what's this about? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, they get to Tomorrowland, and it looks like an abandoned, like, yeah. like Where airport. is everyone? <laughs> Why not, is there no one there anymore? Well, they're not in Tomorrowland, are they? They're on the edge of it. Yeah. But, like, they're clearly just in, like, a, an Eastern European airport, aren't they? Basically. And also, yeah. also, right, Hugh Laurie turns up with some heavies, doesn't he? Like, policemen, yeah. right? Now, yeah. if Tom- Tomorrowland is populated by the, the brightest and best artists, scientists, creative thinkers in the world, why are any of them going to get a job as a policeman? I'm not being rude to the police, but of all those things you could do, why would you go, oh, I'd quite like to carry a gun and, well, be, but, you know, bully some children around no, and been if, exiled? If they needed that, right, and Hugh Laurie knows the world's going to end, he'd be like, well, you can come and live with us and the job security guard, you go and do what But he is. says, in the end, I'm not letting any of those oinks in because they're so awful. Yeah, I suppose, who's the security guard? Plus, they're robots. Mm. Oh, they're androids, aren't they, I bet, because oh, they've got robots. Oh, okay, yeah, they're robots. Yeah. That, I did actually watch, one of the latest scenes kind of explains that, like, Basically, they cut it back to the quick as much as, much as they could, and oh. and and that you know that scene where you see them, they've got a portal back to Earth, and they're like yeah. they're like got moving some things through. That's yeah. they're basically taking all the art and stuff. They're like stealing it all out of the world. Like they're, they're like they're out oh. of the Louvre, and they've got the Mona Lisa and stuff like that, and they're oh stealing everything to keep it because they know the world's about oh, to end. Okay. Which kind okay. of I thought they should cut that in because it's quite a yeah. Well, it made sense. Point. I didn't understand because you don't really know no what yeah you don't know what 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 he's doing, do you? What his no. motives or anything. No. Um, yeah, Hugh Laurie turns up and he's a bad guy. But I did like this film that, it, and and this is this is a like the sign of being a kids' film. I think where he's never really a proper bad guy, is he? No. He's very polite and yeah, he, he does keep double crossing them, but he's not. He's got his reasons and stuff. Right? He's also mm. 
it is a bit like kind of Thanos. When he does his big speech, you're a bit like, I can kind of see your point here, Hugh Laurie. Like, well, yeah, I mean, we'll get to the speech. You, this... you kind of did your best and kind of maybe you were uh, right. Well, like, yeah, let's, yeah. Hugh Laurie wait, was... What's wait his, for it because, yeah. What's his name? Nix. Nix was right. Yeah. We'll get a T-shirt. Nix was right, yeah. Nix was right. But before that, yeah, he, he tours through Twilight with him and, and um, as I say, you see the shot of them bringing the stuff through. And they come, you finally get to the crux of the film, which is that... George Clooney was banished because he built the monitor. Mm. It doesn't make a lot of sense, does it? It's, <laughs> no. He's using no. tachyons. Yep. Correct me, Chris, if, I, if you can remember any of this better than I can, as a science man on the, on the podcast. He he's, can see the future, right? And he can see the and past. And the past, yeah. And it's also, is it powering the city? I don't know. What I didn't understand was, why do they need to have this <sighs> running? Why, why is Hugh Laurie so invested in having it running? No. Mm. Oh, oh, no, I don't know. No. No, I never really got a point to it. No. no. Because I get that he saw the future and saw what was going to happen, but just turn it off now. Because also, he at no point does he use the future really to react to anything or to like go, oh, I knew you going to say that. You know, they're not, mm. no part of Tomorrowland's life is using the futures at all. Yeah. He, he, he says that they they are using it to broadcast the scary, doom-ridden prophecies to Earth to make us change. But it's failed, not. isn't it? That's, he knows that. That's part of the speech, yes. But mm. once that happened, why didn't he turn it off? Yeah, yeah, because he no, knows I, it's... I he, he already knows it's failed enough to have started evacuating all the art and yeah. to have given yeah. up. And, and again, as you say, this is a kid's film and we watch her watch, what, seven different yeah. Yeah. destruction sequences of the entire planet. Yeah, it's nuts. I, I can't believe Disney signed this film off in this form of like... yeah. And thought it would be a blockbuster, a massive fucking like blockbusting success as well. Like who? It's so depressing at this point. I was just like, what? Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Let's get to, so that's what's happening. He shows up to stuff, and as as Hugh Laurie explains in his big speech, he says basically, as Alex has said, that um, it, they they knew the world was going to end, and so they thought, well, if we show humans, mm. if we keep reminding them about what's going to happen, they will do something about it. And it's a, I think it's a really good speech. He delivers it really well. It's a very well. good. Yeah, it's a very good. And he speech. says, like you know, we kept showing them, and they just would not change, and they wouldn't. Yeah. And, you know, they would, if it impacted the bottom line, they weren't interested. They had to do anything, they weren't interested. They were happy to just sleepwalk into oblivion. Mm-hmm. Great speech on the money. Completely. Well, he kind of. It's even worse than that, doesn't he? He says it, it, basically they enjoyed being that depressed yeah, by it. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think that's a stretch. I, I, I think yes, we enjoy blockbuster films. That's very different to. Like, I think a lot of people have got a lot of, you know, anxiety and depression based uh, yeah. on the fact the world's ending. I think it's unfair to label it as, like, no one's yeah. bothered. I think no. the one thing... Also, people don't like to be lectured. Totally. That, that's the main thing. But yeah. also, the one thing he doesn't mention, because it's a Disney film, is that the reason we're in this state is because we're in a capitalist society, a late capitalist society, run by mega corporations, who, for the bottom line, is the main thing. And because... Yeah. The one percent have gotten out, have got an escape. Yeah. So well, yeah, I rest. pay an extra twenty dollars to skip the queue. Exactly. So you're part of the problem. <laughs> I'm part of the problem. Yeah. But no, like it's like they just can't go that final step because of who no. they are. No. They can't point the blame where it should be placed, which is he mentions politics in a very offhand way, doesn't he? Yeah, exactly. But he doesn't yeah. mention capitalism. He doesn't really mention the fact that, like you know, no, it's rampant consumerism that's doing this because he's yeah. a Disney film. 
And also, at this point, all that George Clooney and what's it are saying is, could you just turn it off? Yeah. Because I think actually, <laughs> it's actually not yeah. helping people anymore. <laughs> yes, yeah. It's upsetting them a bit. So could well, you just turn it, it off? Yeah. And why would he turn it off? Yeah. Why? No, so... he won't. He won't turn it off. Yeah. He just won't. Yeah. So the question I've got for you here is, right, as a kid's film, I think we're all in agreement, it's entirely inappropriate, isn't it? Don't oh you think? Oh my God. Entirely. I can't imagine my niece and nephew watching this film and I mean, be so bored as well. But, but also, if they got this, you don't want them seeing this no. sort of stuff, do you? But what the you... message is literally the last five minutes. Yeah. Like, isn't it? It, it? Before that, it's just literally going from room to room to room. There's no. Oh yeah, it's only the end of the film. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But, but as a but the bit it but despite the the you know the the um what's the word the pacing issues it is the the plot of the film is basically the world's going to end, isn't it? Mm. And that isn't appropriate. <laughs> No, no, not at all. Um, for kids. No, but no. remove the kids. Forget it's a kids' film. As an adult film, do you think it's a good idea for a film? This idea that like there's another dimension that's trying to steer us towards uh, um, having to acknowledge I mean, the apocalypse. I, I, I do wonder if this is in the mission to Mars, ironically, the mission to Mars territory of that there is some ideas here that could be salvaged into something better if they had been done better it would have been better but there's mm. something here there's some ideas here that are good but it's just not been made well and maybe there's a, maybe there's a gem of something but mm. i don't know what it, it's yeah i mean it's a paradox disney at disney world and disneyland is a paradox as well because if you there's actually a really good documentary on disney plus about the imagineers about the building of disneyland mm-hmm highly recommend watching that and it's like how they designed this world of the future like when they built epcot and they have the monorails and they have like the hotel where the monorail goes through the hotel and then into the epcot it was like a vision and it's like one guy made this and all the cities in us don't have a good transport system and this guy did it in a swamp (laughs) in florida Yeah. yeah And it, but it's because he was kind of like a dictator because he was the boss. Mm. It, it's, 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 there's loads of paradoxes in Disneyland. I was go, I was walking around and I said to Anna, I go, this is kind of like socialism because we bought everything to get in and now we can go on everything. <laughs> but yeah. then she goes, no, it's not. <laughs> it's like hyper, like capitalism because they've charged just enough not to, to get me to be here and then I have to pay all these little extra bits to kind of then mm. skip all these yeah. like cues yeah. like the health Late system in America yeah. and, the, yeah. and yeah. The, it's it's like it it's it's really fundamentally really interesting yeah. totally. like and I, I agree with you on that and I and that that is my reading this film this film is a great film studies essay because of the because of the fact yeah. that last speech is so good but so completely hobbled by who's yeah. who is making it, who's saying it, and the whole film, this whole idea. Well, like we said at Disney World, the whole idea of this this Tomorrowland full of scientists and all this brilliant stuff mm. is a complete anachronism. Because in a world where Disney exists in the form it does and gobbles yeah. up all this sort of stuff, you po- you can't possibly have a Tomorrowland. No. And, and it's not no. as though Disney after this film went and now we're gonna. You know, put trillions of dollars into making to, uh, this 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 scientist <laughs> colony. 
Yeah, because they can't. Because no, that's no, not no. the way the world works. And no, Disney and could build a really good like school in every town. Of course they could. Of course they could. And it could be high tech, yeah. and it'd be like Epcot. Think of Disney's yeah. capital. If they wanted yeah. to solve the end of the world, they could fucking do it. It's not making a film yeah. to tell us to do it. They could just go and fucking do it. Yeah. So yeah, it, yeah, like, yeah, not right. only is this film like a spit in your eye saying like "fuck you," watch this bullshit while the world burns. <laughs> Which it is. That's what it is, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's yeah, got yeah, the yeah. gall to, like, like, like Chris says, to fucking lecture you and to go, look, you know, we're, we're yeah, showing you, you shit. About what it? are you doing about it? Yeah. What am I doing about it? What are you fucking doing about it? Trillion dollar yeah. Walt Disney, you know. <laughs> so anyway, at this point in the film, needless to say, I was fucking livid. I was very, oh. very angry at the concept <laughs> of Tomorrowland as a film, but also very fascinated and amazed that. One, it got made. They let this get mm. this far, you know, to get yeah. this close to, to telling the truth <laughs> is crazy, yeah. especially on this bu- level of budget. But also, it just, it's trying to be something it can never be with that message, isn't it? And you'd been yeah. better off making a nice film about the fact Tomorrowland was a lovely place and they yeah, closed yeah. because there's a Wizard of Oz type figure who, you know, mm. just didn't want visitors anymore. <laughs> you know, that kind yeah. of thing. Mm. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. That would have worked way better. Yeah, it's a yeah. shame, but um, yeah, it, yeah. I mean, they and they they own so many properties now. Disney, yeah, they own everything. It's 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 really yeah. I but I find it fascinating. Definitely watch that Imagineering oh, yeah, it sounds interesting, uh, yeah. documentary. Yeah. It's um, fascinating and depressing. But they also in this bit she loses a hat. But she also does one of my worst. He's still on about the hat. Actually, yeah. important things. Yeah. <laughs> she also commits uh, the uh, Bill and Ted slash arrival crime mm. of he says to Casey, "I'll take this bomb and blow up the thing." She blatantly doesn't know what to do, but because she's on the lift that shows you the future, she sees what to do. Yes. Because does she does it, so she sees to do it, and I'm like, oh, fuck you, film. This is the laziest, like, it's the laziest out of, like, totally. oh, we can't really be bothered to tell. George Clooney could have just told her, go up in the lift and throw it, but instead mm. she's like, oh, what do I, oh, I do that. Oh, okay, I'll do it then. I hate that. I hate that. Also, gimmick. you know, like, how they say throughout the film that Casey's the reason that they've got a chance, right? Yeah. Why is that? What does she do? Because the person who who changes things is George Clooney because he gets the watch and he yeah. says, I'm not going to give up. So he's the yeah. one who's just the chance. So, yeah. so what's her role? Why is she... Apart from coming... She comes up with the idea that maybe broadcasting these depressing messages to everyone isn't helping. That's all she realises. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's it, isn't it? I that's suppose. all... Yeah, like, that's what she realises. So they blow it up. Yeah. And this is the height of the paedophile element comes out at this point. Yeah. So the, the android has to sacrifice herself... Uh, yeah. But before that, she has like a. It's quite a bit dark, isn't it? It's like a last thought protocol, isn't it? Where it plays mm. like the idea of like you know your life passes before your eyes. It yeah. like literally starts a, a routine to like play the last moments of this android's life that it wants to do to remember. Yeah. And it goes to these logs, basically explaining how she was a robot who had no feelings and gradually fell in love with George Clooney. And he blamed her for like inspiring him yes when she kicked of, him out in 84 yeah, yeah. and it's an unrequited love and I mean they, they, I was would have been surprised they'd kissed at this point it's that yeah. kind of scene isn't it where oh yeah 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 yeah, um, yeah. and then and then there's an even I mean again a weird visual for a Disney film is that George Clooney flies up in a jetpack and drops 
a 12 year old child from a great height into an explosion which <laughs> meanwhile meanwhile Hugh Laurie is crushed under a column yeah and but still okay like he's still able to talk about it but his legs are being crushed aren't they under a column you say bollocks uh, is the thing yeah again, again say oh bollocks just yeah. as he dies um, but yeah again not very Disney you know dropping no. a girl into a flaming inferno but no it saves the day and uh, we find out that this whole this whole wraparound is that Clooney... Oh, sorry. Alex. No, 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 no. This is, again, so we find out, as you say, that the very first line when he was talking, he was, in fact, talking to an assembled group of people, <laughs> yeah. which means he's been standing there for two that. hours telling them this whole but thing. But not only that, though, right? Remember how this film starts when they're bickering and she's going, yeah. like, oh, mm. tell the story. Yeah, that what, was their sp- what the presentation. presentation in front of the thing. Is there bickering like that going on? <laughs> Yeah, like it's been two hours of him standing there going, oh yeah, and then this happened. Oh yeah, and I was in love with the android, but I had to go up in a jetpack and then drop her. And oh, we were in the Eiffel Tower. The, and, I mean, like, it, like this oh, this God. is the creepiest bit though, right? Because yeah. bearing in mind what's happened to George Clooney, falling in love with an android, very inappropriate. Yeah. And they're now going to send more recruiters out into the world to recruit people. The mm. first thing I would do is I'd make them age appropriate. I'd go the next b- batch of androids. <laughs> let's make them twenty somethings. Yeah, mm. at least these kids are all ten, eleven again. <laughs> They're yep. all very young children. Yeah, yeah. And I, I tried to write down who gets a badge. So th- these are the greatest people. Oh, this is ridiculous on the planet. Can we try and, can we try and, can we try and remember them? Can we try and guess and remember I've, I've, them? Oh, well, you can if you want. Can you remember any? I can remember that there was someone doing plants. Uh, Woman planting a tree. Yep. Ballet dancer. dancer. Well done. Woman working an iPad in a car. A car. uh, Yes. Car. Car designer. Yes. Uh, Somewhere with some windmills. Yes. Windmill Uh, man. Indian photography man. Indian photographer. Yep. I've got that. Um, uh, There's some woman with a pile of rocks. In the jungle. Oh no! Isn't there yes. a poacher? There's a poacher, isn't there? Yeah, a guy that looks poacher. like he's a poacher, but he, I don't think he is. But yeah, yeah. there's also poacher. a teacher. Teacher. Uh, there's teacher. a person doing. Art. There's an airline pilot when they arrive there. Yeah, there's a woman doing a chalk drawing on the. Oh on, yeah, yeah. And there's a guy busking on his guitar. So the lesson is, we're all heroes. This is a bit like that fucking stupid. You know, bit which Star Wars film is it? The second one oh, where they like when he gets the broom handle. Oh, fuck that, oh, fuck that yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. There's a Hong Kong judge. Yeah. In one of them people. Yeah. One of the, I, that's, that's I've, you've gone through political. all the ones I've got. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they're all being recruited aren't they, to come you back. You all to get a badge. What I don't get is right. We know these badges work that you got to touch them and you appear and you let go and you don't right. Yeah. And they touch them. They all appear in that wheat field. Okay, mm. shouldn't mm. somebody have been there from orientation to say to them, right, first thing to do, keep holding on to your badge. We've got a long walk into tomorrow. Yeah, and yeah. they're just going to let go and like disappear again. Like, there was yeah. no one. There's no one there. There should. There should be like, you know, an induction centre they come into, not yeah. just a random week. No, he, he obviously loves that image so much. I mean, it's it a nice image, work. but it just makes yeah, no bro, fucking no. sense, does it, in terms of no. what's going in the film? No, no. And there we have it. Tomorrowland is under new stewardship, and in Tomorrowland Two, we'll see what happens next. Spoilers, we won't, because it flopped massively, <laughs> and the chat, there's more chance of them making I don't know the black hole. So actually, they're remaking the black hole. That is John that Carter. Is John I Carter think too. I think they'll make a John Carter before they make this. I mean, I think it John is Carter that. definitely would have been in Tomorrowland, like the ride uh, for that. Yeah, probably. that era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so as we mentioned at the top, it, it was a massive, massive flop. Um, it grossed $93 million in, in America, a total worldwide gross of $209 million, and it probably cost them about $300 million, including marketing, to make this film. Um, I kind of remember it coming out, but not really. I remember the, the trailers beforehand when they had that Wheatfield and George Clooney. I don't remember, the, I don't remember actually mm. releasing, but uh, yeah, huge flop. But was it any good, Chris? No, other than me just like <laughs> doing like some, you know, Easter egg hunt. Yeah. And like you are in a queue going, oh, look, there's that thing from that thing. Mm. Do you like the production design of it at least? I think it looks good, nice. Yeah, it looks all right. Yeah. But nothing particularly right. special. Yeah. Nothing no. particularly special. The best bits of it are the classic old design, like the Space Mountain and, mm. you know, they, them sort of things from the 60s. Yeah. Actually, it's got a lovely yeah. credit sequence, hasn't it? That, um, yeah, like it's nice. coloured sort of yeah, yeah. around, I think, nice. Alex? No, you two have made this film, both of you, with your varying opinions of, uh, of, of, of readings of this film, have elevated it somewhat, but I fucking hated it. Oh, I, wow. I, I hated it. It was driving me mad. I, I, I had to watch it in chunks. I couldn't watch it in one go. Oh, wow. I just thought that the Athena character was so awful. I just yeah. didn't... And the fact is, with Black Hole, and even with John Carter... I could kind of see where they were like, okay, uh, this isn't really a family film, but like I can kind of see what you're doing. But this was so, so inappropriate. It was so many yeah. times. John Carter's just boring. Black Hole, I don't think it wanted to be a family film, but it maybe couldn't help it. But this is, it, it kind of wants to be, it's just so, It's the tone is so wrong. All, and it just took so long to get going. I was getting so annoyed by how long it took because I didn't know the plot and I was just like, well, but what is going on? What did he invent? Why has tomorrow like, like it just was just bugging me all yeah, the way through yeah. and it felt like it was trying to be clever. Like, it wasn't oh, a mystery I'm unfolding. Gonna tell. No, I think he, I think it was deliberately written like that to be clever and that made me more well, angry. That's, you know, that's Lindelof. That is all his yeah. scripts like that. But yeah, that that speech by uh, the speech by Hugh Laurie is a very good speech. And yeah, there was some nice design. Problem, and yeah, if you if you number one see it as Chris did as a basically a literally like you are on the ride, or if you see it like you did as this kind of ridiculous like <laughs> paradox, that's fascinating. But as an entertaining film, it just failed. Yeah, so like neither of those readings. Well, they might be intentional, but they're not what the film is meant to do, are they at all? No, um, I no. actually enjoy this a lot more than both of you. I think. I wasn't as I was. I watched it in one go and was quite with it. Um, I don't think it was very good, but I wasn't as I watched a lot worse stuff. I think, but it was that last the sort of realization of what they were trying to do that really just mm. yeah. boiled my piss to say a phrase. I don't think <laughs> like I just got really angry at the end. Um, yeah. And I just I would like to know as well. Like Brad Bird, I looked it up. Has got three sons. I'd like him to. You know, say what age he would have shown this kid to yeah. his kids. Like, yeah. I just, I just can't understand how a parent. I'm not a parent. And I understand it's inappropriate to to yeah. write this as a kid. So I can't believe they'd write this and not aim it at a different audience. Yeah. I just don't. Yeah, get the stuff the... isn't veiled or hidden or kind yeah. of like hinted at. It's just there. You see mm. some yeah. pretty horrible stuff all the way through, and even just how the they beat up the robots and stuff. And that just, yeah, that was I pretty. Mean, yeah, another pretty. moment with Athena. She gets hit. She's a little girl 
who she gets hit by a car quite graphically hit by the car and then just sits back up again it's fucking like it's you if you're a kid that's really scary that would yeah. just freak you out you wouldn't go oh how oh, it's brilliant. quite dark like ai is dark yeah isn't it oh, but, but ai has got like ai is not a kid's film like that's no like yeah that was that's the only way this could have worked if you'd done a very very dark fairy tale basically i think and not made it for kids yeah i think i think the politics of this bloke are probably a little bit you know the side we don't like, let's just say, I think, just oh. <laughs> from what's going on. Okay. It's got sort of that um, Ayn Rand thing about it, hasn't it? Yeah. yeah. And it's like Chris said, it's preachy. It's telling you. Yeah, well, it's that it. objectivist. Why don't you, of, you know, go and save the world? It's saying at the end, isn't it? It's like, all right. The more I think about it, actually, I've just, I'm Wikipedia. It's somewhat, they just said that like people compared it to Atlas Shrugged and Ayn Rand and that. And it makes a lot of sense, actually. Like it's an objectivist piece of propaganda. Hmm. Yeah, totally. I get that. Uh, yeah. I, I, I'm just going down even further now. I've not thought oh, about it wow, in that okay. particular sense, but no, it's correctly, quite, quite correct, right? Yeah, I mean, I would say pretty low for this because, because also it's indoctrinating children. I think that way. Fuck this film. This film is got to be. This film is, is low, Whoa, low, 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 low. Yeah. The this thing is, is, there are problems with Disney and Disneyland, and yeah. it's just like. But I just find it fascinating, just because it's like the American imperialism. It's just great. I just find it, it like. Great. No, I mean, I just as as, as a concept, as a visitor, as a visitor yeah. from outside, yes. I find it fascinating. Yeah. You're you're contributing to, but in a very small way. Yeah. You're yeah. guilt free. Yeah, I'm guilt. I just I just think of myself. I'm like just a visitor. I beamed down. I <laughs> yeah, yeah. I look planet. around yeah. and I go. Yeah. yeah, they take my money. And I go. <laughs> Which is all they want at the end of the day. So yeah, yeah that's yeah. all they wanted. <laughs> right. Well, where's he going to go? Um, I'll tell you another film that has uh, distinct uh, problems with a uh, female teenage lead. Alita. Lost in Space. Oh, Lost in Space. Yeah. Lost in Space also has problematic... Yeah. Uh, well, Alita as well. They both have very problematic uh, kind of female, like, what, what are you trying to say here? I mean, this film, again, trying to be clever. This is like a, a, a cleverer take on that kind of paedophiliac relationship. <laughs> Lost in Space, just like, oh, that girl's a bit hot, isn't she? Yeah. And she's yeah, 12. Yeah, this film's yeah. like going to this big, long love story about yeah. it. <laughs> Which probably makes it worse. Makes actually. it worse, definitely, yeah. yeah. Um, is it as bad as the holiday special? Maybe I mean, it is. Maybe it is. I'll probably watch Independence Day Resurgence before this again. I'll probably watch John Carter. John Carter was really boring. I'd watch Battleship before this again. Yeah. I probably... I mean, it's John Carter was just very boring, but it wasn't preachy. But it I wouldn't watch John Carter again. It was no, boring. It was really I don't think it was as bad as John Carter. Is it worse than Krull? But then the politics of it are, are making me just want to go down, down, down. <sighs> I'd say below Independence Day Resurgence, but maybe above Krull, but maybe below Krull. I don't know. I don't think I can make a rational judgment now. I need to think about it some more, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> I've got all sorts of thoughts going around my head now. <laughs> God, you're so reactionary. No, I'm not reactionary. I'm the opposite. I'm... I'm um, are you are you are you pitching for maybe the bottom of the list for Tomorrowland? I mean, didn't we agree though that if you took the idea and redid it, it could work a bit? Uh, yeah, but it's, a, but, it, a, but it's not that, is it? Though it's not that, and I'm just thinking now it's like sort of dangerous in a way of like of what it's trying to like <laughs> of oh. what it's trying to tell people about things. So, so we are near Lawnmower Man then, basically. Possibly. Could this be a Possibly. new bottom of the list? Possibly. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what. Um, 
I mean, Lawnmower Lord, Lord Man is. Offensive. I don't think you need to overthink Disney because you will go into a death spiral. I know that, but it is still it. Do, you can't help but think about it because it is meant. This was meant to be a billion-dollar film, wasn't it? Mm. And meant to be seen by hundreds of millions of children across the world. Yeah, and this is not a message. This is not the thing you should be telling them. I mean, I, I would watch Virtuosity again. I would not watch Scanner Darkly again. I would not watch that film again. But they're they're, they're teaching like the empowerment that they want the children to feel like they're them children going out to save the world at the end at the very That's, end at the very end but they're still like picking particular people particular skills to they to are but it doesn't world. but that's it's a very marvel sort of like it's yeah but it's still an objectivist of, way of saying like your worth is greater than this person's worth yeah like, there's no like it's it's definitely not, everyone's not getting a badge they? yeah no. but they've been careful to kind of get a good demographic of no, but, but I think that makes it worse. They, they tried really hard to like hit every like Asian, Indian, every single colour. But but the, but at the end of the day, but that's why it doesn't doesn't work. The base thing doesn't work as an idea. No, but also they're still giving yeah. badges to just individual people, aren't they? Not everyone's getting yeah. a badge. No, because Hugh Laurie says you can't let the savages in. We can't. And, let and like it's not like George Clooney went right tear the whole system down. He's like, no, the system was fine. No, he's part of it. Yeah, they're both <laughs> yeah, part of it. This was a, this was absolutely great idea. In fact, yeah. actually, the only way this film could have been saved was that she she got George Clooney, but then Athena reversed her programming to look for the opposite of what she was supposed to look for, and by taking in someone who wasn't the bit the cleverest or the most creative or whatever they were the one that saved it thus proving that there's balance and everything you can have both because she just picks another genius person doesn't she yeah like you say it's all yeah. just about geniuses but it's illogical what they're doing though isn't it because yeah. we all know that what what they need to be not giving the badges to is the climate change deniers but you can have very clever and intelligent people who are climate change deniers like they're not mutually exclusive no like education and having the wrong ideas but yeah and they'd let a climate change denier in who was clever yeah, yeah. and but that's that's but that's the problem though isn't it is it? a problem that's... yeah and but not only that not only is it that they are also saying stupid look stupid we've been we've, we've created this world to show you what you're doing wrong you idiots Mm-hmm. why can't you fix it despite all saying well we've had the best people over here we think we're the best and we're going to keep it to ourselves so let the, let the world burn but also like laugh in their but face it's a Noah's Ark sort of story but, but it's worse it? it's like Noah got a big megaphone out and went hey twats there's a massive fucking <laughs> flood coming check out this flood what that's kind about of what did flood? happen in the that's what that's an Old Testament Bible stuff Does he that's say, like, actually what did flood? happen yeah. yeah I mean they fucking all drowned and yeah. it was like but was he, he was telling he was telling when he was building the ark yeah. Yeah, no He's one literally going, him, yeah. it's all yeah. fucking coming. That's not you know, good, is it? Either. That's not good stuff either. No, it's no. Old Testament like if, stuff. If you realise it's going to end, fucking fix it. Don't shout anyone else. But also, all the while, that the how come the people, all the scientists and the people in Tomorrowland, they're that clever, but they couldn't come up with a way to... Well, this well, is it. They've got all this technology here, like oh, limitless technology and resources. Yeah. They're in a post-scarcity... Yeah. Like, yeah. why don't they... Well, that's, help. That's what I'm saying. That's what. That's why yeah, it's like. Why don't they it's help? bad on both ends because not only have they done this selective objectivist 
way of living and making this like no founded society. They've also then said we're not going to fucking help you, and we're going <laughs> to no. pull up the drawbridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and uh, but, but and also not only not help you, we're going to create a reality <laughs> where you are faced with it every day. Like we're gonna we're gonna pummel it into you. You're gonna fucking die. Yeah, we realise you you can't help yourselves, but yeah. that's your fault. Fuck this Maybe this, this is, is actually the this is the sickness <laughs> of. I don't want to say American culture, but All it culture. kind of yeah. it is, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Totally, totally. And again, as I said before, it is that. And if it was a, if it was a proper criticism of that, and if they could go that last mile mm. and re, and actually explore the symptom yeah. of that American culture, like capitalism, money. But they don't. Yeah. I think they've inadvertently actually, they've inadvertently done themselves. Yeah, about this. three times over. Yeah, like it's always, actually, like, always always the same. Yeah. Hugh Laurie's big speech about oh I sh- we showed you all this and you didn't do anything, but you like yeah but you didn't do anything either. That's what I'm saying. You're yeah. not you're not better because you didn't do anything. No. We might not have done anything, but you genius that you are with yeah as you say. It, didn't, like, didn't do unlimited anything. Li- you didn't do anything either. Didn't do anything. But the one thing we did do was show you you were definitely fucked. Yeah. And but, and get away. The thing is, though, right, it's like, in their reality, there's two worlds. Yeah. So it doesn't matter if one fucks up because they have a good one. Yeah. yeah. No, they don't right? care. Yeah. So faced with that reality, it's like if you've got America or you've got like Europe and with a wall around it, mm. it really doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, it's actually a really bad message. Like it's a lot worse message the more you think about it. Yeah. I think this is I mean we're talking this one into the right into the pits, aren't we? I think <laughs> okay, okay, right. Let's 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 analyze this seriously. Is this film though worse than a film about a mentally challenged <laughs> man who becomes super intelligent from a VR machine. I think Law Around is 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 terrible and bad, but on a, I think that what the damage is doing it's is a lot smaller oh, scale. Much smaller. And also Piers Bronson is hilarious in it. <laughs> I just feel like I feel like a bunch of millionaires trying to yep. tell us how fucked we are whilst taking or trying to take our money. Should be nothing other than absolutely pilloried and and. I'm happy. Yeah. I'm happy. I mean, I always this. class myself as a like a free market capitalist. Like I God, we're going... <laughs> get into it now. Okay, <laughs> right. Yeah, because I and I and I do. I mean, I'm not. I'm not hardcore because I am a. I do work in the media. I'm a liberal in in a lot of ways. Yeah, but I. What you're right. What this film does is it's that rubbing your nose in it oh, situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I hate like people just hating rich people just because they're rich. Because actually they're just people, and it's like hating a poor person because they're poor. Yeah, yeah. It's like it has no meaning. Yeah. With it's this has got this whole overarching sort of just like really yeah and shittiness I, about it. <laughs> and the woman's the main girl's dad's only there because he's a genius, and I guess the brother's like, well, you're a child, yeah. I'll let you off. But is the child even allowed there? I mean, is he a genius? Would he be allowed in Tomorrowland? Or would he just be like, nah, sorry, mate, you're not clever enough? Yeah. Well, he, I mean, nepotism goes hand in hand with this kind of shit, yeah. doesn't it? So I'm pretty sure his, his dumbass kid would get in there, his dunce child would, because yeah. Yeah. it's not what they say, is it, when it is con- convenient? Anyway. Bottom of the list? I'm happy. I think with- bottom of the list. I think yeah. bottom of God, the list. we've really talked that one through. Wow. <laughs> Who knew the last moment? I didn't of expect this? that at all. <laughs> no, you had this revelation over the while you were talking about it. Like I was thinking you were mid- suddenly just like maybe, you know, but 
Yeah. Yeah. No, me too. I thought it was going to... Yeah, I didn't think it'd be... It's bad, but wow. I still love Disneyland and I'd still go and ride that train all day long. <laughs> Hasn't The Incredibles got a weird kind of um, similar message? It's got a really good roller coaster. The Incredicoaster is really good. Right. He also he also did Ratatouille. I've been zombified by <laughs> you, Johnny. Yeah. He did Ratatouille as well. Ratatouille. I think I think that Incredibles has got similar themes, problematic really? themes, isn't it? Yes, know. in fact, it has. Yeah, but again, just... you could say that about most superhero things, right? Is because they're like gods, and it's like they've got the little people to look after. It's yeah. like similar vibes. I've just go- I just googled Incredibles and uh, objectivism, and it's come up again. Yes, so obviously Brad Bird has got a certain view of the world which is abhorrent. So well, Brad Bird, fuck you, and that's the end of that. So what, you, what, I don't, I don't understand we, that. It's, what, I've, I've written here. I've written here that se- that Lawnmower Man went at the bottom of the list in September 2017. Is that correct? Uh, yes. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's taken that long for us to find a film worse than Tomorrowland. That's impressive. Have you played Bioshock, Chris? No, but I know what it is. Right, well, yeah. that's basically... Obje- that's Brad Bird's worldview. <laughs> so look that up and you'll know what... Yeah, It's a steampunk thing, that, isn't it? Yeah, it is. But like, what's going on in it in terms of like a society, objective society? Ayn Rand, Atlas Shrugged is the, is the classic book of it. It's okay. ba- Basically, this film is it as well. And the more we thought about it, the more we realised that. But yeah, look into it. It's yeah. a horrible way of thinking and... Uh, Rich people like yeah. that. Not all rich people, but some like that. Elysium had similar yeah, things similar going themes, on, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, bottom of the list. As Alex says, it's been five years. <laughs> four wow. and a half yeah. years since it happened. But Tomorrowland has taken that crown. None of us saw it coming until the last dying moments of this podcast. the epic podcast, that one. It's gone yeah. for quite a while, but... A good, good discussion though. Good, we've got some real yeah. deep stuff going there. It's good. Um, right, next week is somebody's birthday... Oh. Alex Humphrey. Yeah. He's only 58 years old. <laughs> and uh, how, how old are you really? Do you want to sound air or do you want to keep that to yourself? Uh, hold on. I can't ever work it out. 40... 48? 49? No, not 48. <laughs> I was born in 78, so I'm 44. 44. There you go. <sighs> yeah. Not over the hill just yet, and with another, no. with another uh, film to rank. So for your choice, remember uh, for listeners at home, on our birthdays, we get to pick any film. We ignore our rule about five years or rewatches and do whatever you like on a, on your birthday. So, Alex, what have okay. you chosen? Very random, but kind of topical in a, in, a, in the way we are when we're like about five months out of day. Um, I have selected the feature film of Cowboy Bebop. So, Cowboy ah. Bebop, the series. I when I heard that they made the Netflix live action version. I, on Netflix, watched all of the animated version. It was absolutely brilliant. I absolutely loved it. I waited a bit. Then I watched the live action one. It's got its problems. It's not perfect. It was cancelled the day it came out as well. Cancelled, yeah. Cancelled after first series. Netflix. It's some good, there's some bad. Regardless of that, the the film of Cowboy Bebop was made after the series ended and is set between... Oh, that's in the film. I don't... No, so the, the film's set, I think, before the end of the series. So right. it's like a standalone adventure. Uh, it, it introduces the characters. It's got. It's like supposed to be for people who haven't seen the series. It's not like you don't need to watch the series. Um, so yeah, that is my choice. This is Cow- the 2001 
Cowboy yeah, Bebop, Bebop the movie. The movie. That's my. That is my selection. Cool. Because I kind of wanted, after watching the live action one, I kind of felt like I needed a palate cleanser to get back my love of that series because right. it's a it's a brilliant series, really really good series. Cool. Well, that will be so next week. Mm. Um, uh, get in touch about the contest. Sci-fi rating gmail.com sci-fi no science fiction rating system at gmail.com sci-fi rating everywhere else check out the website check out the list check everything out and we will see you next week for Cowboy Bebop I'm going to go and uh, gnash my teeth about this whole situation for a while <laughs> to get <that> on this. <laughs> cheerio good night everybody bye bye